Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome back to Fantasy Fans. I'm Alex Chester. With me, as always, is Big Wheels Winokur. Big Wheels, how's it rolling? Uh, Big Wheels, keep on turning. Something, something, yearning. No, nobody wants to hear you sing. Okay. Speaking of singing uh, cliche songs, I I have a a trivia question for you. This blew uh, Michael Friday-ing the podcast today. This blew my mind. Oh, I didn't listen to that segment. Was that any good? Uh, I don't know. The song Cotton Eye Joe. You're familiar with it? Yeah. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Ever, ever, yeah, everyone's familiar with it. What year did that song come out, if you had to guess? Oh, good question. Can I tell a story while I think about it? Okay, but no Googling or whatever. No, I'm not going to Google it. When I was in uh, Mahon, when I was in a CIT in my summer camp, yeah. and uh, I'm trying to think who else was there. The only other person I could think of who would even be connected to us at this point who was there was... Hal Rosengarten. I, uh, Rafi Rossman was there, but in terms of people who might listen to the podcast, just Harold. And we, they had like a dance night. I doubt they still do this. They, at least they don't force the guys to go anymore. They don't force you to do things in summer camp anymore. Now it's fun. Were you, were you not a guy who liked camp? I like camp, but I didn't like the singing and the dancing. I just wanted to like play sports. And by that, I mean like watch the kids play sports while cu- coming off the bench for about four. The, the minimum requirement of four minutes per game. Uh, Including when the the counselor slash coach would would call time out to sub me out at the four minute mark sometimes, um, but I just like I liked uh, that part of camp. I didn't like swimming and I didn't like art and I didn't like woodshop and I didn't like sing or dancing. I just wanted to like play sports and uh, like hang out all day and eat. Like I didn't I didn't like the 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 more traditional campy parts of camp. Anyway, so we spent like a week learning. Um, a dance. I hadn't thought about this in probably 15 years, but uh, a dance to Cotton Eye Joe for this dance thing. And I don't. I think we're the only guys dancing. And we did it, but then we. I think we came up with a thing at the end where we'd all rip off our shirts and be wearing wife beaters. Yeah. That's and then like the ladies story. would be swooning. And um, they like at some point someone came up to us and said, "Just FYI, if you do it, like we're cutting off the music and you're done." Why? Uh, I guess it was too suggestive, even though, like, oh, I remember the, the girl who, camp. The girl who ran the show was, like, dancing half naked. But it was too suggestive for us to, like, be wearing wife beaters. You weren't allowed to wear wife beaters at camp? No, we were. But I guess to all, like, start stripping in the middle and, like, th- sh- like I don't know. I don't, we could ask yeah. Harold. He has an amazing memory. I'm sure he'll remember this. Yeah, I have endless reasons why your camp is terrible, but that's another one. And And we did it. And they cut the music immediately. 
And I remember like trying to start a riot, but because nobody else cared. You your overshirt and you had undershirts on. Got it. We took off our shirts. I would. Yeah. I think we were all matching, and we all had wife beaters on. Yes. Sounds like a scandal. It was ridiculous. I was very upset. I remember. It was a terrible. Uh, but the point is, like, we spent five days learning the dance to Cotton Eye Joe and didn't even get to do it because they yeah. cut the music on us. So uh, yeah. the guess, it's either like very recent or very old, if you're asking. So I'm going to go old and say like 1957. So I had a similar story actually, uh, where we, um, we we were like in our little like we were doing like a skit for the whole camp and we were yeah. on stage. And as part of the skit, I was supposed to tell a story in which I say that one time I had a tick on my – and then I say a word that rhymes with tick. Mm-hmm. And then the next person in like the in like the script was supposed to cut me off. Yeah. But but he didn't cut me off. And so I said in front of like 500 people that I had a tick on my dick. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, yeah, I think they probably might have stopped. And I was like 9 or 10 at the time. So oh, they might have stopped funny. us also. <laughs> oh, actually, I have another one. We were doing a dance to um, – to uh, come, Mr. Taliban, tell me banana. You know that song, mm-hmm. Deo, and um, and and there was an argument in the bunk about who was going to get to be have like the main role. Yeah. So everybody wrote their name on, or everybody was going to write their name on a piece of paper, and then the counselor was going to pick it out of a hat, right? Mm-hmm. So for whatever reason, I was tasked with writing everybody's names. So I wrote everybody's names, but then for myself, because I was writing it myself, I just wrote me. Mm-hmm. And so the counselor picked it out, and it was me, which was me. And then it was a scandal. And it was controversy. So one kid said, well, how do we know who me is? And I was like, well, because oh, you can look I at the 10 totally tags and there's only one person. Like 10-year-old Chester. That wouldn't be annoying. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, those are the end of my stories. Oh, so the answer, Cotton Eye Joe, this blew my mind. 1995. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, isn't that crazy? I feel like was from it the like moment a, it came Was out, it an unironic radio hit in 1995? Yeah, that's the weird part. It must have become... Somehow, within five minutes of of debuting, it got into everyone's consciousness such that everybody assumes it's 20 years older than it is. And my thought process was right. It's either from like the 40s or the 90s or else you wouldn't be asked. But even well, – I would have guessed like 86 if, if I had gone the other way. I would yeah, never have gone 95. Yeah. yeah. Well, I would have – yeah. Because it has too much of a techno remix, it couldn't have been before like the late 70s or the earliest. Yeah. What, let me ask you a question. What, when did you start like listening to music? Uh, I would say in like sixth or seventh grade is when I like got my first CDs. Mm-hmm. I remember the first three CDs, three CDs I purchased. What were they? Uh, so, so one of them, which is how you know I was in sixth grade, was Weird Al Yankovic. Okay. <laughs> but then the other one, which is still to this day one of my favorite CDs, and I walked down the aisle to one of the songs, was uh, Smashing Pumpkins, Melancholy, and the Infinite Sadness. Okay. Double, double album. Which is, yeah. Yeah. Which is, yeah There's a lot of trash albums, on that album. correct. The first seven songs of the first CD are like short of the Beatles a perfect record in my opinion do you know like that he is that. do you know that uh what's his name the the lead singer of the pumpkin billy corgan is like a mega guy i would guess no he's he's uh he runs like the number two professional wrestling uh operation oh. he's like the ceo i was gonna it. say he was a maga because i know he was big into like like stupid like conspiracies and yeah, i think he's probably weirder than i don't know if he's mag i don't know but yeah. but he definitely runs yeah. like the number two like wrestling uh federation yeah. yeah, so that's funny. Yeah, you know, because people always say, like, you ever I watch so much sports. Like, I watch, you know, four hours of sports every night, when, you know, from, like, second grade till now. And and then, like, I watch I, – people joke that I haven't seen movies, but, like, I watch certain movies and I watch a lot of TV. So people are like, how do you make time? But when I was a kid, I didn't listen to music. My parents don't listen to music. Like, if you ask me my parents' favorite – I don't know. My dad maybe likes Jewish music a little bit, but he doesn't really – and I, he's never owned, in my lifetime, he's never owned any music other than Jewish music. 
He's never he's never owned like a Beatles CD. Maybe like in his closet from when he was. A kid. What did he listen to when he was growing up? Uh, he definitely like it was the seventies. He listened to seventies stuff, but when I when he's in the car, he listens to WFN or the traffic, and he's in his car all day. And when now he just like is on the yeah. phone all day. Um, but I so I didn't listen to music. I like I didn't get my first CD probably till like ninth grade or something crazy. Yeah, because like one of the things you do at camp in like the mid '90s when we're in like middle school was everybody turns the pages of each other's Case Logic CD you know books and like judges each other based on that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I mean I used to do that, but I didn't do the start till I was in ninth grade, and I remember like having like I can't even remember what the like Third Eye Blind or whatever. Yeah, but by the time I was between tenth and eleventh grade, I remember being very proud of my sleeved you know picked like my twenty five yeah. favorite albums and brought them. I mean, if if, if it featured Third Eye Blind, you shouldn't have been that proud of it. No, I think I was over them by probably. It <laughs> was a good album, honestly. Uh, anyway, all right, this is a football yeah. podcast. So let's talk about not football for a few more minutes. I just I wanted to rag on Bill Simmons for a couple more minutes. Oh, let's also say up top, we both watched the, the Netflix show American Vandal, but we don't. But yeah. I I am encouraging people to watch it. I don't say if you are or not, but. Either way, that'll be at the very end, after football conversation, so people can listen to this without having to skip around and not be spoiled if they still want to watch. Um, American, American Vandal. Vandal. So, by the way, yeah, put American in front of anything, and it's like it has a little more cachet. I went on uh, Netflix to watch American Vandal on your recommendation Saturday night, and the top show was some documentary about, like... Um, yeah, oh, we should... I was, did you watch it yet? Oh, should no, we watch that for that next yet, week? Inst- my wife... My wife wanted to watch that, and instead, I insisted on watching eight consecutive episodes of American Vandal. So. Did she, did, <laughs> did, did she watch American Vandal with you? Uh, she quit very early on. Okay, fine. Um, it is the type of show that if you don't like it, twenty minutes in, you should definitely quit. Yeah, the tone doesn't change. Um, yeah, oh, one of us. Did, I, I was going to watch it today, but I'm busy. So next week, if you if it interests have you, you seen, have you seen Big Mouth on Netflix? The Nick Kroll? No, I have I have a big backup right now. I'm really backed up on Netflix. Okay, uh, maybe I'll get there. Anyway, we're really off off topic. This is a football podcast, like you said. So I just wanted to say, you saw? Did you read the Yi Jianlian uh, Deadspin article last uh, week? Yes, of course. I posted it in the Thirty Two Fans Facebook group. I, Simmons, like, so anyway, the story is that Yi, the, the NBA player, who was on the Lakers two years ago, and for a long time was spoiler alerts. What? Well, Damn. you're about to spoil the whole story. Well, what? I can't spoil an article. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Anyway, so he, that like it's pro- probably never happened, which makes a lot of sense. Like it definitely never happened. There's no, yeah. there's no argument that it happened. It was just one of these weird Mandela effect things where, but it's yeah. very easily traceable. It, it's a, it's Danny a Danny Ainge made a joke, then Simmons made a joke, and then people started believing that it was real. But it's a phenomenal example because I, before I read that article, I vividly remembered having seen the video on YouTube. No, I didn't think I'd seen it, but I certainly, if you had said that it happened, I would have said, of course, because Simmons has mentioned it a dozen times, maybe fifty times. Such a great Mandela effect example because I I really thought that I had seen that. Yeah, it is good. Anyway, so the author, the Deadspin writer like realized, and I I love Bill Simmons no commenting, like yeah. it's a joke article. Like you're not being yeah. accused of plagiarizing. Like you yeah. you you misremembered something. It'll actually make you seem likable. And it's funny because he talks about how there's no more. Uh, non-self-aware celebrities, like every celebrity is self-aware, and he said, like, oh, I want to have Jim- Jeremy Piven on the podcast because he's the last self-aware celebrity. But Bill yeah. Simmons is the least self-aware celebrity. 
Oh, for sure. And he yeah. got into a fight with Matt. And like, he's also like too rich and famous that he doesn't have to respond to things, which I hate. That's like also like a big time move. Like Michael Rapport tried to start a fight with him this week, and he has not acknowledged it. Rapport said that he texted him. Uh, hey, I see you're talking about me. Am I going to be mad about what you said? Which is like something your dad would say to you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, I'm too important to have read it yet, but like, am I going to have yeah. to punish you? It's very, it's very insulting. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think about that every day. Like, oh, Chester posted something. Am I going to be mad about what you said? Wait, can, can we do one more nonsense thing before we before we start the football? Before we get to the serious stuff? Yeah. Uh, this could be this yeah. could be a this is our, our juice segment for the week. So I made a joke on Twitter before that I want to have the most um, Twitter followers of any Orthodox Jew on Twitter, which is my goal now. That is my life goal. Okay. But who's, who's in oh, someone Rosenberg? someone messaged me and pointed out that Ivanka Trump has four million. So I said we got to get her to delete her account. I forgot. Yeah. About her. Or, or, or reconvert. I'd rather her reconvert. Honestly. Reconvert to another Let's religion. Yeah. Just well, you, I, I got bad news she's for like, you. You can't stop. You can't yeah. like once you're in, you're in. You can't unconvert to Judaism. Yeah, you have, yeah, you said this on Rob's podcast. It's it is, correct. it is correct. Uh, Brother Daniel, it was, it was a Supreme Court case in the country in which you live. Yeah, but it, it, it the, the New York's uh, like the American law has no jurisdiction on Judaism. Israel, the Israeli Supreme Court. Oh well, that's irrelevant. That's that's irrelevant to me. Okay, according to the state of Israel, uh, to me, Israel doesn't define halacha either. I don't, I don't care what they say either. Okay. If you if you publicly this proclaim yourself a member of another most. religion, you are no longer part of our religion. Akiva, Akiva, Akiva will still count you in the crowd, but uh, you're not. No right. rabbi would agree with that. Except other than all like, the rabbis in the state of Israel. <laughs> no, not all. The three who are corrupt, who are in charge of the conversion anyway, stuff, probably. Anyway, anyway, now we're getting well. First okay. of all, the rabbis in Israel don't think anybody's a Jew, including you and me. So <laughs> that's true. Oh, we're not Jewish for sure. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I won't. Yeah, if you ever if you ever move there, don't like mention the podcast in your. Uh, yeah, this is inside your baseball, as you like to say. Uh, yeah. So anyway, so Ivanka Trump Trump is four million. So I want to make a top ten list. So people send me anybody who has over fifty thousand. Okay. I was thinking like Shmuel uh, Goteach has two hundred seventy five thousand, but like a lot of them seem fake. Oh, those are all bots for sure. Yeah, they it, like on on our my followers reel, they're mostly fake. Or at least yeah. half. Yeah, Rosenberg just misses their come off. He has forty. Okay. 000. All right. So, uh, so somebody tagged Josh Molina, uh, and he said, "I'm not technically orthodox." He responded immediately. <laughs> Don't put me on your stupid <laughs> list because he has two hundred fifty thousand. Mayim Bialik has six hundred fifty thousand, but doesn't identify as orthodox. So I think we could scrap her, even though I think technically she is. She just doesn't like labels because she's a dweeb. But yeah, well, because we're a post-denominational society. Yeah. Well. Uh, a lot of people have been uh, denominating her the last couple of weeks. Yeah, and well, Modest Yahoo has almost 2 million, but he's no longer Orthodox. Yeah. So, well, uh, so according to Akiva, you, you can't stop being a Jew, but you can stop being Orthodox. Yeah, well, the list is Orthodox Jews. So I don't – I want her – well, I could even change the modern Orthodox if uh, if Ivanka wants to become ultra-Orthodox. Right. Joe Lieberman has like 40,000, and he hasn't tweeted in like four years. Yes. All right. Are we, are we doing with the city? All right. So anyway, this is pointless. All right. So I'm going to guess the lines on, on air. I have not seen any lines. Uh, you've already guessed them. We'll talk about the games. Pretty traditional. So next week, we're doing quarterback rings, 32 to 1. Okay. Unless you want to do coaches okay. first. I don't care. Whatever you want. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. 
All right, so quick update. Last week uh, in head-to-head, I beat you by one. I'm 11-3 mm-hmm. and three heading into uh, the, the Monday night game. On the season, we're now 3-3-1. Three, three and one. Okay. But um, overall, you have uh, two more victories than I do because you beat me by three one week. So uh, that's the update over there. And uh, what are we? So we're just jumping into the week eight games? Yeah, let's jump into the week eight games in the league where they play for pay. All right, so uh, Miami at Baltimore is the Thursday night game. Let's start with Miami, where Mike Lombardi said one of the few things he's ever said that's insightful or funny, which is sometimes a team is just one injury away from success. Yeah, it's a good line. And that's yeah. So that's uh, obviously the Jacob. I mean, the Jets obviously win that game if if uh, Cutler stays in the game. Like, there's no way. Oh, of course. Ward can just. Move and by the, the way, how frustrating! Are you? The two teams you hate the most, your two biggest rivals, have now beat you like at the end of the game two weeks in a row, in like bullshit fashion. It's annoying, but isn't this like the worst of all worlds? You're not going to yeah. get a top pick. You're not going to make the playoffs. You're losing yeah. to the teams you hate. But I, I am. I'm only like half hardly rooting for them compared to normal. So these losses aren't as painful. They're not in the top hundred of worst jet losses. Yeah. All right. Uh, so that's Miami, and then uh, Baltimore. I mean, they are so bad. Like I, you know, I watched obviously the whole Baltimore Vikings game. And Baltimore's offense, I mean, there is no threat for them to score at any point ever. It's crazy. Like, they, in, a, in a standard 10-team fantasy league, they must have, like, uh, they shouldn't even have anybody on the waiver wire. Like, their players should not even be in, the, in like, the pool of eligible people on ESPN or Yahoo. No, I mean, you got What, you Alex Collins? Yeah, they're Alex Collins or Buck Owen. Or Buck, or, or Buck, yeah. or Buck Allen. Uh, excited, yeah, but, you know. If they're in the playoffs, they ruin that first Saturday, the Ravens. I'll say it right now. I mean, listen, somebody has to make the somebody's going to make the playoffs at 8 and 8. Okay, but you know what? The Steelers are at least exciting. They're not good, but like they can move the ball. They have exciting players. No, the Steelers are the Steelers going to win the division. I'm talking about who's going to win the wild card. Oh, it's not going to be the Ravens. If the Ravens don't win the division, they are for sure not going to make the wild win the wild card. I mean, right now, right now if the season ended today with my, you know, full season predictions, I okay. have the Ravens as the 6th seed. All right, here are teams that are better than the Ravens who won't win their division. The Bills. Oh, the Bills are better than them, but they're not going to have more wins than them because of their schedule. Mm-hmm. For sure, the Bills are better than them. The Bills are much better than them. Uh, all three, all four teams in the AFC West are better than the Ravens. 100% agree. I agree with you. But they're not three. It's going to be hard for three of them to get nine wins. The Jaguars are or, better than the Ravens. Agree again. I have them winning their division. Yeah. It's hard to find a second. Well, the Colts aren't. I, the Titans Houston really suck. Is. I mean, the Jaguars went Houston to. Jaguar, I mean, that game was in London, right? But the Jaguars beat the Ravens 44 7. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so anyways, Miami at Baltimore. You want to guess a line here? Uh, Baltimore by three. Okay, you're going to beat me on this one. I said two and a half because Miami's a little bit better than Baltimore, yeah. right? Well, it's Baltimore. You know three. what? I, I almost like Cutler, maybe when you saw that line wasn't totally out. I feel like it should go to the three. <laughs> like he moves the line a half. Up. It doesn't make sense. Like. In the last two weeks, Baltimore got destroyed by the Vikings, and then and then they got they, they right. Lost That's one. By the way, the, the, the first of all, people were joking like Bill Simmons and Cousin Sal were joking that, that they wouldn't watch a second of that game. Every time I turned it on, I felt like my computer was breaking. Like it was unwatchable. It was so ugly, and its tw- final score is twenty four sixteen, but it wasn't it wasn't nearly that close. Well, that's because on the last play of the game, the Ravens got a meaningless touchdown. And I've actually wondered about this. Why do you kick the extra point? You don't kick the extra point in overtime. Doesn't make sense. Right? I, I guess less people get so hurt. I think, the- I think people have said that just less people get hurt with the extra point. So what the argument would be the other way. What's the, what's the gain in going question. for two? You're not answering my question. Yeah. If a game is tied and goes to overtime and a team scores yeah. a touchdown, that's the end of the game. They don't kick the extra point. Right. Because it's not necessary. So why at the end of a game in regulation – in which the in which the score is not affected, do you kick the extra point? Yeah, I think it's just for Vegas purposes. Okay, but then why don't you do it at the end of overtime? It's the same thing. 
because uh, that's like the rule. But it was like, what are we going to make the rule? Like, if it doesn't matter, it, I don't know. It's a little fishy. It's the same as the bottom of the ninth in baseball. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, it's you know the the score was twenty four to nine, and then the Ravens scored a touchdown to make it twenty four to fifteen, and then they mm-hmm. lined up. I mean, technically, what if what if the what if the standings come down to total points though? So it's you're playing well, the long. Well, but, but, but then that's an argument why you should be kicking the extra point in overtime also. Right. You know. Um, What's the next? And, game? and, and, and Anyway, that's so, a um, really bad Thursday night game. I know the Thursday night games have been pretty good, but that that's a brutal. I mean, Moore versus Flacco. Yeah. That final score of that yeah. game is gonna. There's gonna be five field goals in that game and zero touchdowns. Nine to yeah, six. Well, that, that was the first half of the that was the first half of the Vikings Baltimore game. The five field goals and zero touchdowns. Uh, the Vikings. I mean, so the Ravens have blown, blown out three times in four weeks, and they somehow beat Oakland on the road, who is or alternates between being pretty good and atrocious. Yeah, very. The other odd. wins so, are against the Bengals and Browns. All right, uh, who's gonna win this game? Miami at Baltimore. Uh, I'll I'll say the home team. I'll say Baltimore. Pretty yeah, close. Yeah, so do though. I. And they're gonna they're gonna weasel a bunch of these bullshit wins, which is how they're gonna end up. I think. Yeah, I hate um, the Ravens. I'm so sick of them. Plus, they've had they've had their chance. They're gonna weasel into the playoffs. It's gonna suck. All right, um, Minnesota against Cleveland, the uh, early morning game on Sunday morning in London. That's a, that's. Uh, there's four London games this year. They've all been so bad. Yeah, but I, I think there's next no year way we're at five. There's only there's exactly four. Um. It's fun to have your game at nine thirty, and then have still have a full one o'clock when your team is played. Obviously, unless you lose, um, I'm gonna. S- yeah, and, and also that's not how it works for me. It's like I have to negotiate with my wife to get to watch the Vikings game, so I'm not gonna watch the Vikings game and then be done at twelve thirty and say, "All right, now I got." Why you have a half hour to hang out with her from like twelve thirty to one? Yeah. <laughs> the other problem is I don't have NFL Network. I don't know how I'm gonna see this. Game. Have you been watching the games? Because you don't yeah. have cable. Well, I do. Well, I, first of all, I have YouTube TV, but second of all, I have uh, NFL Sunday Ticket. Oh, okay. Um, so you, what do you watch? You, you, you hook it up to your TV? Yeah, Chromecast. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say the Vikings are seven and a half point favorites in this game. Oh, you're going to beat me by half again because I said seven and it's eight. Yeah. I mean, it's tough. Like who's starting for you guys this week? I it's got to be Case Keenum. Keenum, right? So it's been for a while. Yeah. I mean, it's possible it's Bradford will be healthy out. by Sunday now or no? I, I think he might never play again. Are you serious? So. Rumors that he will never play again. Although they said that about Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, Teddy Bridgewater so, literally at practice. Yeah. I mean, if it, Teddy know, Bridgewater in theory could be could be the quarterback in Week Ten, I don't think he will be. But in theory, it's possible. No, not no. Week Ten. No, he 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 could be the quarterback by the end of the season, but not Week okay. Ten. Too soon. Uh, by the way, the announcers were like bending over backwards to try and defend Baltimore because I guess they needed people to have a reason to be yeah. watching this game. Uh, the the Baltimore so they kept talking about how Baltimore has been ravaged by injuries on offense and that's why they're struggling. Like I'm like the Vikings are missing their number one quarterback, their number two quarterback, their number one running back. They're they're two of the, their starting left tackle and left guard left the game. Uh, their number one wide receiver is out, and the Ravens are the ones who have some injuries. It was like ridiculous. I'm sorry that the Ravens like Brashad Perriman is out. Like oh that's a big loss. Yeah. The Browns have four four losses by exactly three points already this year, which is crazy because they're so bad. Yeah. Well, I mean, but they've actually been competitive in four. Their, their game games. this past week should have counted as two two losses for the Titans. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I mean, that that was just shameful. The, the Titans, you know, I was low on the Titans in the preseason when people when the Titans and the Bucks are the teams everybody was hyping. I was low on them, and then the Titans lost in week one at home to Oakland. And we're like, all right, well, Oakland's a really good team, and then they went and destroyed Jacksonville in week two. And we're like, okay, the Titans are actually good, but, but since week two, they've been very bad. The Browns don't have a 250-yard passer. They don't have a rusher who's gotten over 60 yet, and they don't have a receiver. And what who's the hell is Hugh Jackson doing? Why, why do they keep pulling Deshaun Kaiser? I don't understand. 
He's really bad. I do think like it's if you're an if you're a lineman or if you're a defender and you're playing hard and Kaiser is that abominable, I have no problem with them bringing Kessler. I mean, I don't know. Jared Goff was so abominable last year, and now he's really good. So. Yeah, but Goff didn't play all sixteen games. Yeah, but once you put the guy in, you got to keep him in. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I just think that the the standard that he needs to reach is so low that he can't reach. And I don't think he's the future. I think at this point, the worst pick the Browns are going to get is two. I think they have to pick another quarterback. They can't. I don't know. You said this about Goff last year. You thought Okay, Goff but was, here's you know, the deal. Goff bad. had skills. Kaiser was not the number one pick in the draft. I did call Goff like a write-off, but Kaiser was never supposed to be a superstar. I didn't like him in Notre Dame. Do you think Joe Thomas? Do you think Joe Thomas faked his injury because he can't play for this team anymore? I mean, if he's smart, you get paid either way. It would, it would be stupid not to fake an injury. What's the he next game? Eight, he should have done that eight years ago, though. Yeah. Right. In hindsight. Um, all right. Yeah, next game we have Oakland at Buffalo. Uh, ooh, this is tough. I'm going to say the Bills by two and a half. All right, that's what I said. So we tie. Bills by three. So I'm, I'm I think doing Buffalo's. Well a, I think Buffalo's a better team. But I thought that Vegas would think that Oakland's slightly better. But I guess they think they're both exactly the same, actually. So, yeah. So it's 3-1. to one. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. beating me right now. Although, they can early lead before, only to lose them. Um, yeah, so Oakland, I, I don't have a lot to say. You know, whatever. Kansas City's defense. For a team that's, you know, possibly the best in the league, Kansas City's defense is very unimpressive. Yeah, I mean, is there any? how many defenses are impressing you right now in the entire NFL? The Vikings, the Seahawks... Uh, the Broncos until the last two weeks, yeah, I'd say. There aren't that many. There's some good teams without, yeah. good de- without even decent defenses. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, this is actually going to be a pretty good game. I think uh, there'll be a lot of points. You know, Car- yeah, Tyra Taylor continues to, you know, get no, no respect, respect and, and just He's do a good, good job. Yeah. Uh, Carr, you know, no Carr looked either. like he was falling apart, and then he threw for 417 on Thursday. Uh, yeah, he hadn't had 150 yards in like yeah. a month. and then. <laughs> All right, I'm picking Buffalo to win this game, though. I'm riding that Buffalo. By the way, I, I had Carr and Cooper and Smith and Ezekiel Elliott in fantasy. What is the record for? Because uh, I have to say, I play in a league with your brother. That's the exact same rules as your AYFFL. What is the record for points okay. in a week in AYFFL? All time. All time. I can tell you that. Oh, wait, you don't know off the top of your head? I thought you have to like. It's like 191 or something, but I want to. I want to be yeah. exact. Yeah. This is kind of shocking that you don't know it. Best weeks ever. Ari Klein in week 10, 2003, scored 199.95 points. Wow. Just missed the 200-point mark. Now, Shout for the record, the uh, I scored in 2007, week 11, 202.5 points. So I did break the 200-point. But I, my chart is not based on gross points. It's based on relative points because, you know, the leagues are slightly – like the, the rules have changed over time, you know, here and there. Oh, okay, yeah. Right, I'm in Klein's league, which has similar rules to you, but one league we played with IDPs, and so the yeah. scoring was higher. So, yeah, so... It was a disaster, and it didn't so swing in, a single In relative points, year. the highest score is 186.57. But we've had, you know, as I said, I got 2.5, okay. Klein got 199.95. What did you get this week? Yeah, so anyway, in, 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 with rules identical to your leagues, I scored 192.5 points wow. this week. The only way I lose is if Carson Wentz throws for 1,000 yards and 15 touchdowns. Literally, if, he, if Carson Wentz, who I'm going against, throws for 1,000 yards and 14 touchdowns, I win by one and a half points. 
by the way, now that I have this chart open, uh, there was the epic championship of our league, uh, me and Klein, oh, uh, one year, where in week 17, he had yeah. – um, the Giants played on a Saturday night, and Tiki Barber had like 200 yards and four touchdowns. And so Klein uh-huh. took like a 45 to nothing lead going into Sunday, and I thought I was finished. And then I uh, – and the Vikings that year had not given up a 100-yard rusher the entire year. And Steven Jackson for the Rams in week 17 of a meaningless game had like 200 yards and four touchdowns of his own. Wait, you're yawning for me, and you had all those terrible, <laughs> stupid stories to start the podcast. They were great. I'm giving Klein some shout-outs. All right, okay, fine. So Oakland or Buffalo? I pick Buffalo. What are you picking? Yeah, I'm going with the home team. All right, no, no disagreements yet. Uh, Indy. At Cincinnati, I see okay. that the, I see on Twitter the Colts fans are finally acknowledging that their team is human garbage. This is real oh, bad. I'm surprised I've had some I've had some pushback from my take, which I didn't think was a hot take. I thought this was sort of like the consensus opinion. Did you realize the Colts have two wins? Col- yeah, it's crazy, right? Yeah, we discuss- Hold on, yeah, well, look at who they're. The only thing against. crazier is that they're, Miami has th- Miami's three and three. Miami right now is, should be two and nine after six games. Like it's crazy. Yeah. They're no, three. And three. Uh, Arizona's worse than they have. The three Colts wins. have been um, destroyed four times. Yeah, yes. Uh, the Colts – so my theory, which I think I put on Twitter or something, was that the Colts knew all along that Andrew Luck was going to be out this mm-hmm. long. And the only reason they did not put him on the IR list or even the PUP list, which is just six weeks, and there was no chance he was coming back for week six. The reason they didn't put him on those lists is because they wanted fans to buy tickets to those mm-hmm. games. And so they were buying tickets to those games because they thought Andrew Luck was coming back. So shady. Do you think Do you think I could safely IR him in the League of Leagues right now? Because – I picked him in the fourth round of the League of Leagues, and he's murdering my team. I said that everybody who drafted Andrew Luck in fantasy should bring a class action lawsuit against Jim Mercy, them and the uh, season ticket purchase. I, listen, I will, I, will, I will do it. I will sue him for the full sum of first place in League of Leagues, which is like 1500 bucks yeah. or something. Like, I'm... But hold on. But you, you, you drafted him in March, so that's a little bit different. I'm talking about people who drafted him a week before the season started. Yeah, but this injury isn't new, but I hear what you're saying. But the, pe- but the point is, in March, you didn't yeah. exactly know. A week before the season, you should know what's happening with these guys. And he just lied. Very upsetting. Anyway, India Cincinnati is a beyond unwatchable game. But I'm going to say the Bengals are seven-point favorites. All right, I said seven also. It's ten. Wow. I mean, the Colts are very bad. So yeah, It's I mean, a little the, the too much. People are they're, they're worrying a little too much about the 27 nothing Jaguars game. Yeah, but what like, respect have the Bengals are? They had a big chance against the Right, the, the Bengals were no respect. You know, the Colts did just win a game two week, three weeks ago. I don't yeah, know. but uh, the Colts aren't winning a game on the road. All right. No. It's, it's crazy they won't play Marlon Mackmore. He's actually, like, the only good guy on their yeah. team. All right. The Chargers, who are 3-4, and four, and with a little bit of luck, could you know, if they had a decent kicker who wasn't on Bill Simmons' podcast to start the season, they'd be 5-2 and two right now. Uh, they're going to the Patriots. Aren't the Chargers the only 0-4 team to ever make the playoffs? I believe they are. I thought, like, in 1991. Uh, this is actually an excellent game, honestly. Chargers-Patriots is a really good game. Uh, for all the Chargers struggles at the beginning of the year, they have not allowed 27 points in the entire season. That's really good. Do you know this guy, Eckler? Who's this Eckler? Who's their backup yeah, running back? It was, oh, it, it, was, it was 92. It was the San Diego Chargers. Austin yeah. Eckler from Western State? This guy's like a fake Madden guy. He's their, He was their leading rusher this week. Yeah. yeah he had seven carries for 38 yards or something. I looked him up for fantasy purposes. <laughs> it is going to be a great game. I feel like the Chargers always play the Patriots close. But in terms of spread, I'm going to say it's going to be too high. I'm going to say Patriots by seven. All right. I said seven also. It is seven. I cannot break you. We've had the same guesses three picks in a row now. That's crazy. I'm, I'm, this is the best I've ever been. I've only beat you a couple times ever. Uh, and I like the Patriots to win, but only by certainly less than the spread. 
Yeah, I think I would probably take the Chargers to cover that spread also. I mean, you know, the Patriots only were giving three and a half to the Falcons. The Chargers are better than the Falcons right now. You know, you you talk about, like, your playoff rankings, but the Chargers still have Jacksonville, Buffalo, Cleveland, the Jets. Buffalo's not bad. If it's a home game against Buffalo, it's certainly winnable. I'm just saying, like, the the only game's like, oh, shoot, they're probably not going to win at Dallas. I mean, still, they have a good chance. That's... That's uh, the Thanksgiving game. That's an awesome Thanksgiving game now, by the way. They saved the Chargers saved Thanksgiving by being good. <laughs> Here's the problem: the Chargers have to play 16 road games. I think that gets. Yeah. I think by the end of the season, that starts to get exhausting. It is true. It is true. I mean, uh, they have a veteran quarterback who doesn't care. I mean, they've never had good fans though. It's not like they used to have a home field advantage. Yeah, but I mean, they they, they didn't have 30,000 people rooting against them every week. All right, uh, I mentioned the Falcons. So let's talk about the Falcons Jets game next. You want to guess the line first? Yeah, Falcons Jets. Falcons by I would have been really high but they looked so bad I'm going to say Falcons by four I said four also we're doing the same thing for that's every funny game. what is it it's four and a half okay four and a half. yeah if the Falcons had played well last week you could have made a case that it would be seven honestly all right uh so the Falcons went like 90 minutes without scoring a single point between the second half of the game against the Dolphins and then the, first the Falcons game. are in real danger of being swept in four straight games by the AFC East. That's crazy. That's not even a good what, division. What the what what is with their offense? I don't understand. I mean they beat What's the They beat like the Packers when they were good. They beat Detroit on the road. They have a win in Chicago that actually looks pretty decent now. Well, okay, but the win in Chicago was bullshit, right? Because right? he dropped a touchdown in the end yeah, of the but game. But the point the is like they were, you know, the it was a 50-50 roll. game. They look competent. Yeah. In hindsight, well, I mean they're the only game they were impressive was the game against the Packers. And by the way, I was so hard on the, uh, especially for fantasy purposes in the preseason, on the do not trust Matt Ryan. Uh, so I'm glad that that at least evolved. Yeah, no, you were very big on that. Uh, and it did make me stay away from him in every I, league. I said, because it's, it's his 10th year in the league, and all of a sudden he's an MVP out of nowhere when he's never been a yeah. top and the truth is, ever. And the truth is Shanahan is excellent. And Steve Sarkeesian has been an offense coordinator for one game in his life, and it was UFC, USC in the college football championship last year, and they had, like, a shockingly bad performance, and they lost. All right, so who are you picking? Uh, for, uh, the Falcons going to lose to the Jets? Oh. No, the Falcons are going to win easily. I mean, if, if Matt Moore can go down the field, then Matt Ryan can go down the field against the Jets. The Jets don't, just don't, don't only know. have one good corner. I, I'm thinking about these points. I really am. The Jets defensive linemen still don't have a sack this year, and that was supposedly, like, the only strength of their yeah, team. Well, they found other strengths, though, because, you know, you're a couple of plays away from... They're competent. Listen, Josh McCown is flinging the ball around. He, he didn't have a great game yesterday, but these, got, these veteran receivers get over. Well, he had, a, he had a great the, Harold Rosengarten had, had another good point, which was... The Jets are playing like a billion times better than you could have thought, but it's not – other than the two safeties who were both amazing yesterday, the two rookie safeties from the first and second round, they, it's all veterans. McCown is 38. Curse and Curley are not part of the future. Ivory and yeah. – I, I, excuse me, Forte and and Powell are, are two of the oldest running backs in the league. Like, that's not – you know, that's yeah. not sustainable for next year. Uh, let me ask you a question. Everybody always talks about how Ryan Fitzpatrick looks like a Civil War veteran, right? Okay. Josh McCown, and I'm not casting any, you know, aspersions on his on his politics or xenophobia, racism, anything like that. But to me, he looks like a Nazi. Every time he takes his helmet off with the haircut and the blonde hair, he mm. looks like, such like a Nazi. A to me. Torch? Okay. <laughs> no? You don't see it at all? No, I don't see it. Nah, you don't see Nazis. There's other quarterbacks in the AFC East that are probably Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> all right. By the way, what the fuck is with NBC Whoa. giving free advertising yeah. for Tom Brady's, you know, BS elixirs? Do they really? Is that quack medicine? 
nonstop. They're talking about TB12. You should purchase TB12. And Bill Simmons also did it in this in column, by the way. It's like despicable, honestly. You know why he's been sen- he's been sending it to a lot of the media people. I bet oh, that's all right. But the, the- I bet he I bet there was a shipment with his because he wrote a book like a cookbook or something. I bet he you know Simmons got a signed copy, and I bet Collinsworth got a signed copy, and Michael's got a signed copy, and that's why they're plugging it. I mean, Bill Simmons is no fan of Trump, but it's it's this sort of like bragging and, and this hyping of fake pseudoscience BS that you know leads us down that road. So mm-hmm. whatever. All right, uh, Chicago at New Orleans. Chicago at New Orleans. This is a good one, actually. I wouldn't say that. Two best defenses in the NFL. <laughs> yeah, New Orleans defense looks competent all of a sudden. Yeah, very competent. I mean, the, Trubisky is, is like the worst QB in the league right now. And he also, his eyes, he looks dead. He looks like a zombie. Mm, I think he's probably just a stoner. <laughs> um, New Orleans by four and a half. Might be low. I might have oh, gone low. You're way too low. All right, so I'm going to get you on this one. I said seven. It's eight. Uh, it's way too high. Uh, that's too high. I agree. Uh, Chicago's defense is better than people think, especially at home. But Chicago's defense is real good. Uh, obviously, I have New Orleans winning this game, but yeah. I mean, Trubisky has not even thrown for 130 yet. So, I mean, Glennon at this point is – he outplayed Glennon in, like, training camp preseason, but Glennon was much better during, you know, his four games. Yeah. I mean, and again, I don't know why they bench Glennon. Like, they were a play away from beating Pittsburgh, a play away from beating Atlanta. They also have the wor- – there's a lot of teams that just don't have any receivers, especially, like, after the Giants injuries. The the, the Bears have the worst receivers. Like, the Bears are missing Meredith and, and White, and they didn't have good receivers to begin with. Yeah, but Kevin White's never played, so we – I know, but I'm saying, play. like, he was – they just – they, they had, like, literally their best receiver is Kendall Wright. Yeah. All right, uh, San Francisco at Philadelphia. Huh. Uh, I got this one exactly. Eagles by eight and a half. All right, yeah, way too low. It's eleven. Wow. Have the Niners been blown out a lot? Yeah, they lost forty-two to ten yesterday. Yeah. Other than that, have they been blown out a lot? Week one, they were blown up by Carolina. Then they had losses by three, two, three, three, two. Well, your early lead in this game has evaporated. Now uh, we're tied yeah. at six to six, and you're a lot more games off than I am. So. I mean, it's cr- first of all, I called a couple weeks for, for them to play Bethard, and he has been bad, but he's been better than like Trubisky. <laughs> okay, but like, he's been worse than Hoyer. So he had yes, two worse than yesterday. Hoyer. Yeah, again, they, he's they, a fifth round pick in his first two games. He's well, not they, supposed to be good. But they weren't getting blown out until they brought Bethard into the game. So. I want him to start throwing for like 400 yards a game, so the Niners don't want a quarterback first, so the Jets could trade with them. Yeah, that's your goal. All right, uh, I don't have anything to say about this game. We haven't seen the Eagles yet tonight, but the Eagles are going to blow at San Francisco. Um, yeah. All right, Carolina They might lose Tampa. to Washington. No. Carolina at Tampa. Tampa. Yeah, two teams in that division who uh, don't seem to want to win. No, you know, I was very impressed with uh, with Jameis yesterday, though. I felt like he was his back was up against the wall, and he really, you know, not 100% had a good game. Yeah, still lost. Problem is their defense is bad. They've allowed 30, 38. The only team they stopped were the Patriots. Yeah, and, and they're also allowing these points to not great offenses. I mean, they they let, uh, they, they let Case Keenum destroy them. They let, you know. The problem is these are two of the teams, like, there's so many teams in the NFL that um, don't, that, like, week to week, the results don't make any sense. And I, I just think, like, it's hard to, Carolina's probably number one at the list. Like, every week they look like a totally different team. I'm going to say the spread here is Tampa Bay by one. Wow. So you are really disrespecting Tampa. Yeah. Or respecting Carolina. What has Carolina done to earn those points in your head? No, but what is Cam- what, what is uh, freaking they just lost to Buffalo and, and Arizona? Well, to me, they're, they're identical. So I said Tampa by three. It's actually Tampa by two and a half. So Carolina is okay. still getting a little bit of respect. But Carolina, just, way off. Carolina scored three points in, in Chicago. Yeah. Well, Tampa doesn't have that kind of defense. 
And also a lot of a lot of people grumbling. TJ Ward wants to play. Chris Baker wants to play. They all want to play the whole game. All right. A lot of grumbles out of Tampa. Okay. You, you got it. Now you're losing, so you got to have a little comeback here. I did not get okay. any of the remaining games exactly correct, so there's room for you. Houston at Seattle. These are two good defenses. Houston at Seattle. I kind of like this game. Yeah. That guy from uh, that guy from MMQB is going to watch this game and be like, "Oh, both these quarterbacks suck so bad." <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. I don't know what I can put my finger on it, but I hate both of them. Yeah. Uh, that's a really good game. It should be like the national four o'clock game. Uh, Houston at Seattle. I'm going to say Seattle by four and a half. All right, I get this. It's five and a half. I said six, so I beat you okay. by half a point. Five and a half is a, that's you don't see a lot of yeah, five and a half. So yeah, you never see a home team favored by five and a half. It's very odd. Um, because seven is too much. Not one person would bet the Seahawks at seven. Obviously, three, three and a half are too low. So I get it. Yeah, it's a weird line to me. Um, I am. Oh, Carolina at Tampa. Or who, I'm taking Tampa to win the game. What about you? Yeah, the home team, Tampa, and I'm taking. I'm going to take Houston and Seattle though. You're taking Houston to win. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that's our first disagreement of the day. I'm taking Seattle. Houston. Uh, you know how many points Houston scored the last four games? Yeah. They were off this week. Thirty-three, fifty-seven. 34-33. All right, but the Seattle's defense is a different class than, you know, New England yeah. and Tennessee. And... All right, uh, Dallas at Washington. Again, we haven't seen Washington yet this week. I, I'm this is a national wa- game. Right? I have Washington covering and losing to the Eagles in a close game. It's a little tough. Uh, I'm going to say this game is a pick em. Wow. So you're going to beat me on this one. I said Washington by two and a half, mm-hmm. and uh, I is forgot that everybody yeah. yeah. No, it's Washington by one only. Okay. I'm close. So, so you beat me on that. But um, mm-hmm. I, I understand Dallas destroyed San Francisco. I'm still picking Washington to win this game. I, I think every team in that division, I guess other than the Giants, is about even, and so I'm picking the home team. So, Right. The question for Dallas, if, if making the argument Dallas is good, they've beaten the Giants, the Cardinals, and the Niners. Not ideal. They're going to they're gonna, you know, they're gonna have to win this game, too, because uh, after this, they have Casey, Atlanta, Philly, the Chargers coming up. Literally, Washington's like the worst team they play the next six weeks. They play them twice. Um, this is so great I'm gonna pick. I'm going to pick uh, Washington to win, though. All right. Okay. So we still only have one disagreement. Uh, you're down one, but you need to get both of these final two to pass me. Pittsburgh at Detroit. This is this the Sunday night game? This is Sunday night, yeah. What a, it's a weird matchup, honestly. And, and then NBC is not, like, last night was a good, it didn't end up being a good game, but it was a really good matchup. Uh, yeah. Most of their games so far have kind of been clunkers. Um, yeah, Pittsburgh's going to run away with the division if they win this game. I'm going to say Detroit by 2.5. Oh, okay, so I clinched the week. I said Detroit by one. Pittsburgh's favorite on the road. Oh, wow. Did we learn nothing about Pittsburgh on the road? Yeah. You know what? It's, it's Pittsburgh, right. Pittsburgh by three on the road. However, their last two road games, 26-9 against the the Ravens, 19-13 against Kansas City. Okay, the Kansas City game was good. Yeah. They don't have a regulation uh road loss. Their only their only uh road loss was against the Bears. In overtime. No, they beat the Bears. No, they lost the Bears Pitt- in overtime, 23-17. Yeah. What? They lost the Bears. Pittsburgh beat the Bears. No, they lost. Jordan Howard scored a touchdown. Oh, no, that was Atlanta. Who be- oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, they had a long play yeah. by... T- yeah, all right, whatever, the season's too long, I'm forgetting things. All right, mm-hmm. all right, this podcast is falling apart. Let's wrap it up. Denver at Casey. Well, we still have to do the American Vandal stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Denver at Casey. Now, this is a good Monday night game. Well, I don't know. Denver's been so bad two weeks in a row. Yeah, Denver has been bad. They're really in a- 
I mean, who knew that the Blooms left Trevor Simeon Rose? Like, yeah, yeah, two good know. games, and since then he's just abysmally. You want to trade for him in League League? Can we make a trade on the air. I'm actually trying to trade for him in pool of pools right now because I have no quarterback. But in League of Leagues, no, he would never start for me. He'd be my fifth in quarterback. Pool of pools, you can't make a trade I mean, in pool. Of uh, in AOFFL, whatever. I mean. In my other, in in the in my real football league, I'm. I'm what would you give me for, for Trevor him. Simeon? In our league, I'd give you nothing. You literally uh, wouldn't league. roster him if he was available for free. No, I'd, I'd I'd roster him, but he'd be like the last guy on my bench. Would you give me one dollar? Yeah, I'd give you a dollar. What about eight dollars? A fab money? Um, I'd have to look. I mean, it depends I mean, on his matchups versus. It depends on his matchups versus Josh McCown's matchups. You know, right yeah. now he's basically in that category. I mean, me having to cut McCown at twelve fifty five on that Sunday is going to end up burning. I mean, wouldn't have ended up starting him this week. I would have started with Simeon anyway. Yeah, and I'm never. And I'm only. I only started him this week because Jacoby Brissett was playing Jacksonville, who has an elite defense. Mm-hmm. I mean, other than that, I'm. I'm You're going to get value for Josh McCown in on the trade. Like no, next no, week, there's a bunch tra- of buys. This, no, this is the week with the most buys. We got six buys this week. I think well, we've had a few sixes. I think next. No, this is the too. this is the only six of the week. The last six. This okay. is the only six. Are you sure? I thought there was like three sixes. Anyway, no, there's one six and a bunch of fours. Oh well, I, also there was there's one less because the Miami Tampa buy got moved to week one. Um, yeah, but there's only one scheduled six. Okay, fine. Uh, the the at KC. Yeah. Yeah, Casey's gonna win, and for a spread, I have Casey by three and a half. What? What? All right, that's your worst guess of the day. Uh, I was way too low when I said six. Like, Casey, first of all, Kansas City, everybody thought was the best team in the league. They're still one of the top two or three teams in the league. And Denver hasn't scored a point mm-hmm. in two weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was a bad guess by you. So you had a, you had a nice early lead here, and you blew it. Well, you didn't say what the answer was. Oh, it's seven? But that's even that's okay. too low. I'm taking KC for sure, unless it moves up. Okay. Yeah, so take KC to win. Oh, Pittsburgh at Detroit. Who's winning that game? Who cares? Uh, oh, Pittsburgh. Yeah. Pittsburgh's winning? Yeah, last that game's gonna go into the last second. Uh, you know, I really don't know who's gonna win Pittsburgh at Detroit because I have no respect for Detroit. Everybody knows that. But on the other hand, I have no respect for Pittsburgh on the road. So this is sort of like the uh, the immovable object against uh, what's that expression again? Unstoppable. You know force. what? Yeah, um, I'll say Detroit's gonna win that game. I'm saying it very with with a real lack of confidence though. All right, so yeah, so I beat you ten to seven this week. Valiant right, effort. Good job. Tough. Good effort. Uh, right. How many? Uh, let's talk American Vandal. Spoiler: If you if you haven't seen it yet, turn it off now. Uh, bookmark it. Come back later. Okay. Uh, okay. So now I said I really liked American Vandal. I tweeted it was my favorite show of the year, which I certainly stand by. Oh my god, that's ridiculous. And <laughs> you and then you wrote back and said there was uh, like an inherent problem with it that ruined it for you, and I can't even guess what it was. So why don't you start no, there? Okay. What- there is a huge, 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 huge flaw in the plot. Now we're discussing this for everybody who's seen all eight episodes, right? Yes, correct. Okay. So one of the shticks of the show, and they even reference it several times, is that as soon as they find out who did it, the show's going to end. They reference this in like episode three, episode five, right? Now mm-hmm. we know because we know that there's eight episodes. We know that they're not going to find out. But you know, the, the narrator doesn't really know, right? And then what is the final reveal? How do we know who did it? Or at least how do we know who didn't do it? How do we know that he is not guilty? Because of the video that his girlfriend made, which shows that he came in – which shows him in the video at 2.11 p.m., right? Right, yes. Okay. She has this video. She knows the whole time she has this video, and she doesn't tell him about this video, even though it caused him to get kicked out of school, not okay. accepted to college, yeah. possibly on the hook for $100,000 and possibly go to jail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the reason she doesn't do all of that is because of the fact that she doesn't want him to know that she's cheating on him, right? Yeah. I mean, it's okay. literally addressed in the last episode, and and okay. it's semi-realistic. Like, 
It, okay. Not just cheating okay. on him, like okay. doing, you know, I, okay. I okay. Yes. literally yeah, exactly. have to turn oh. over uh, like, a, yes. you know, a naked video of herself to the police. Yes. All of that is completely false and didn't have to happen and is stupid and is completely retarded. She could have just cut the video, not included the first half where she's exposing herself to some guy on the internet and just showed the part where he's at the door and she walks the door and she says, I'm changing. Yeah. And for all we know, she could have said I was changing and, oh, I left my webcam on by mistake. First of all, there was no reason to show her chest to the lawyer or to anybody else. Right. There's no reason for her to admit that she's cheating on anybody. She clips the video. She only shows the last little bit. She says, oh, I have a video clip from 2.11 p.m. that shows he's in my room. It just They're going to say maybe this isn't admissible. Why do you have five seconds of video? This isn't where's, the rest of the, where's the rest of the video? She can say, I was changing. I'm not going to show you the rest of the video. I'm topless. Nobody's going to say, oh, let me see a video of a 16-year-old topless. Right. I think she's 18. In the There's show. literally no reason for that not to happen. It's so stupid. Once they this show is that, such it, a nitpick. It a... It's insane. This is such yes. a bad nitpick. The this per- ruined the, the show for you? No, I, I did not see it. Wait, can we talk about me, something? Even, trying... I, I oh, should have talked about this in the first on. second. Let, let me say you did something this week say... that was let, the craziest Chester say... move of all time. Hold on. Let me say what I was trying to say, which is this is not a show that depends on the plot because this is a show. It's a tongue-in-cheek mockumentary. Okay? So you can enjoy it. You think they copied the 33rd fan? Yes, I'm sure they did. So you can enjoy it without getting into the – by the way, did you recognize any of the actors on the show? Uh, No, I think intentionally they didn't want anyone to be recognized. Oh, because there's at least two I recognize. So one of them – do you watch You're the Worst? I've seen it. I've seen it a bunch of times, yeah. So because one of them is – one of the guys on the show is one of the main guys in You're the Worst? Yeah. And then her stepdad is another that guy that I've seen in stuff. Because um, I was trying to tell – we start watching and immediately Jen says, is this fake? If this is fake, I'm not watching. And I kept saying, no, no, it's real. It's real. It's real. And then it sort of gave it away because whatever. Um, it, it was too it was too ridiculous to be okay. real. But um, I enjoyed the show. However, they made a big effort to come up with this convoluted plot that worked that had no holes. But there was one massive – I really massive, don't think massive, that's a hole. It's and, not a massive hole. How is it not a hole? Oh, wait. You, you ha- how, so then what's, well, I just why think like tell when they go – okay, so they go to the lawyer – and they're showing him this. And I'm even thinking to myself, yes. like, hey, yeah. this might not be, like... Why are they showing it to him? Yeah, why are they showing it to him? Just no, but I, don't no, show I, the I'm first saying, part. Why, the like, part. Why, why not even be why good enough? The... So now if she's cutting it and it's just 10 seconds of a video, it could easily be doctored. Court... First of all, first of all, in terms of showing it to the school board, yeah. right, that's not a court of law, right? So there's no, like, levels that you're like, oh, it might not be admissible. Those are things is admissible. Saying, well, could it be doctor? This yes, is but you not have a, a plot hole. If you're it could be that she, you know, it's reasonable that she didn't want to give it to anybody. A court, hold on. Akiva, what you just said, if it could be doctored, the whole thing could be doctored. That doesn't answer why they couldn't cut it two minutes earlier and not shown her breasts. And she could have shown it right away in the beginning. What you just, my question is, why did she not show this in the very beginning and get her boyfriend off? And what you just said doesn't answer it. Could, it could be doctored. Is he getting this other guy off on Twitch? <laughs> anyway, so that was a big problem with the plot. Okay. Whatever. I don't care about the plot. You don't watch a show for plot. I acknowledge that. And and what about the and what do you think about the ending? Because a lot of these shows, i.e., Serial, d- did not have satisfying conclusions. And then you're wondering, are they going to go vague or are they yeah. going to go? So, uh, uh, yeah. So are they going to go it, straight up? And they didn't really do either. They went for. I did not. I didn't. No, they went pretty straight up. They she did it. We know who did it. Krista did it. Uh, they didn't really go vague. They definitely didn't say she did it. I'd put it between vague well, and she on. did it. Well, hold on. The narrator said explicitly she did it. No, no, he did not. The, show, the narrator did not wait. say explicitly that Krista did it. Uh, yes, when he's talking to his friend, he said, oh, my God, it was Krista. And that's why they do the interview with Krista, to confront her. Right, right. But, but, but we're, we're led to believe – but then she denies it. We're led to believe 
that well, it's a very ha- well, it's a very half ha- like half-ass denial. Yes, there is. Well, I, I was I was reading a certainly the guy who made it does not want you to think a thousand percent that she did it. Just that like she certain almost probably. Wait, when did you it. say the guy who made it, the real person or the high school kid in the show? No, no, no. The 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 showrunner, the guy okay, who made in, the show. In the high school kid in the show wants you to think that. And I don't know how anybody could think otherwise. If you if you polled people, watch. Yeah, I mean, obviously, she is the you know, we don't see. She doesn't have an alibi for where she was. Also, did you, her boyfriend's name was is Vandalore. Yeah. So say that slowly. Well, I, th- Vandal- I thought that that was a Seinfeld thing at first. Art Vandalore, actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, by the way, another another plot hole, a little one, if we're being honest here, is. Sh- oh, you watch all eight in a row. It was interesting. Yeah. Like it was an interesting <laughs> show. You were not bored. Well, I was bored for the first three or four. I, I didn't really enjoy it. I kept watching it because I thought it'd be better. Because you said it was so good. Uh, I mean, I think it gets good. Yeah, it, get, it got better. Um, another small plot hole is so she doesn't agree to do the interview until after graduation. The the argument being that she doesn't want to be at risk of if she does it before graduation, they won't let her graduate. She'll be in trouble. Even right. She'll graduate from high school, et cetera. Et cetera. But the much more serious consequence than not graduating from high school is being on the hook for $100,000 right. worth of vandalism. Which right, doesn't which is, go I think away. maybe There's why no she doesn't say she doesn't school. give the interview. But yes, I, it's a fair point. And, but, but, and but also, like, if, if she did do that, then whatever good college I'm sure she's going to because she's, you know, a superstar student could easily, you know, rescind their offer at any point. Yeah, it also doesn't make sense. You you want to get back at one teacher, so why did you have to vandalize every single teacher? I don't understand that part. So that people yeah. wouldn't know which one you were trying to get it at. But if you're trying to screw over one teacher, you didn't screw them over. You screwed over all the teachers. So how did that yeah. – so that really serves no – I don't understand how that – you know. and especially, yeah, for somebody in her role to do that. Yeah, so anyway, but it was, it was, it was interesting. It was entertaining. All right, not your number one show of the year. Spoiler alert for the podcast we're going to do in two months. Definitely not. Definitely not. Okay. But it was a, it was a, it was a fine Saturday night. <laughs> by yourself with your wife not in the room Jonas, she was bored. Jonas Oven kept texting me why aren't you coming because I was supposed to go to his house for some poker game <laughs> oh really I don't know. oh and I would have told you to go play poker are you a poker guy yeah but I had to watch eight episodes in a row your stupid show so. are you good at poker I mean honestly I'm very conservative uh-huh. so, I, I, I'm, so I, I'm not good but I'm never going to lose my money because I just play conservative and I just play good hands and I just beat the people who are stupid basically yeah but I think a, like a, a mildly decent player will, will know that you like are, like will realize pretty quickly that, that you but like okay so I play in a couple like local games and I, and I always end up a little bit I'm never going to go from like $200 buy into $1200 but I'm always going to end up yeah People should know not to play me, and they do, and they fold, and so that's why I don't win a lot. But you know, but I don't play cards if I'm not going to win them. So, all right, you're really, right. you're really uh, giving, giving the. Uh... By, by the way, when you go to casinos, there's people who are drunk and just want to lose their money. So if you play that way at a casino, it's not fun because you sit there for four hours and play six hands, but you will never lose your money. Uh, yeah, I sort of agree. Uh, all right, uh, we will. Wait, but we're doing two shows this week, unless uh, Jennifer Gonick apologizes to me. This we, this is now a twice a week podcast until your wife apologizes for calling me dumb. Uh, my wife is not a person who apologizes. I'm just letting you know. So. Really? <laughs> Are you still like waiting for an apology for first year match? Uh, but tell her, tell her that we're doing a podcast tomorrow unless she apologizes to me for calling me dumb. Yeah, uh, that's not a threat to her. Less than me is probably a positive as far as she's concerned. So. <laughs> no, it's it, yeah, but uh, no, I think she wants. She'd rather you like work than podcast. Though. All right, this has been an episode. All right, keep it real. Bye. Bye. You must not
It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.